At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome in, everybody. Prime time action on this Monday night from the South Point Sportsbook Studio here in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson. We have Matt Brown on the desk. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. We're back for another week, Matt. We're back for another Ready week. Ready to go. We're, uh, well, that's not true. We're back for another few days. But, hey, 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 oh, listen, sorry. You know, I was uh, talking you know, about you know, it, 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 it is what it is. Um, looking forward to starting our... Uh, our baseball betting thing tonight. Yeah. You the, know, the, by, I think we have a thing you mean. I think we have a good. Yeah, I think we have a good. I think pentathlon. we have a good choice. Pentathlon. Pentathlon. Yes. Pentathlon. Little spell it right. uh, I think we got a good pick. Um, yeah. our, our reasoning behind it is solid, I believe. And so, um, you know, let's try to kick things off 1-0 here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if people could have sat in on the 30-minute conference call we had earlier today to really really discuss the pluses and, you know, positives and negatives of making this bet, you know, you would see the hard work that goes into uh, selecting the, the, the pick for the, uh, for the pentathlon that goes on on primetime action. Right, Ben? We, we take the pentathlon very very seriously, seriously here on uh, here on primetime action. One game is underway already. We'll update that in just a second. But Matt, a number of games, four to be specific, here about to get started in uh, just a few minutes. Yeah, you got about ten minutes to get in on the Red Sox and Rays. That's Brian, uh, that is Brian Bello Bayo actually, Bello. and Matt Whistler. That is about a coin flip, a little bit shaded towards the Rays and Whistler. If you want to go that direction, a flat eight is your total. In that one, I'm looking here at the starting lineups for tonight. I want to confirm, and it does look like, yes, there is no Devers in the lineup for Boston tonight, if that changes your decision about that game. Uh, 710 Eastern, we got the White Sox and the Guardians, Lance Lynn and Cal Quantrill. We have Lynn and the White Sox as minus 120 road favorites. We got Quantrill and the Guardians as even money home underdogs. Nine is the total there. 7.15 Eastern, Phillies and Cardinals. That is Aaron Nola and Miles Michaelis. This is Nola as a minus 130 road favorite, plus 110 on the home Cardinals as underdogs. Seven and a half is the total. Here's the game of the night. I'm calling it the game of the night. Because it is our in the first ever and maybe only ever Baseball <laughs> pentathlon here at VEASAN. The Mets and the Braves. Max Scherzer versus Max Freed. The Battle of the Maxes. And guess what? 
We're betting on the maxes because we're going with the under seven and a half here, minus 120. This is our official pick of the day. Um, if you want to play a side, the Braves are minus 140. Home favorites, if you want the Mets, plus 120 as road underdogs. But Ben, as we look here, Max Scherzer came back off the IL. He threw 79 pitches. He had 11 Ks in six innings. He looked like the old Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is also coming into this with over a 30% K rate on the season. As a matter of fact, right at 33% K rate on the season. He has a career low hard hit percentage given up as well. And and you've been a fan of Max Fried. Actually, we were talking about this last week yeah. whenever you were hosting the show, talking about he even felt like a little bit of a of a guy that needed to be thought about more in this in this uh, Cy Young market, and we get both of these guys on the hill tonight. Listen, yes, both of these offenses are certainly capable of putting up runs, but these are two front of the front line, top of the rotation aces here, and we're going to bet that they can hold these guys under uh, seven, uh, under eight total runs scored. Under eight total runs scored, yes. And if you look, if you're going against and you're trying to bet against a Braves lineup that has been mashing righties. They lead the, lead the league in hard hit percentage against righties. They're tied for seventh in WRC+. Plus, you want a guy like a Max Scherzer, who mm-hmm. you point out all the numbers. He doesn't qualify for the league leaders in a number of stats just because, he, as we talked about, he just came off the IL. Yeah. But he would be second in all of baseball in lowest hard hit percentage against. Yeah. Had he thrown enough innings, 23.4%. And the thing that impressed me in that start off the IL, it wasn't necessarily the 11 Ks, which was obviously mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Two hard hit balls against him yep. in six innings against 21 batters faced. So you have that. And then you talk about the Mets. Yes, they, their offense in general has been good, but against lefties this year, 19th in weighted on base, 28th in hard hit percentage. And you have Max Fried who comes in. Uh, look, last four starts for Fried, 26 and two-thirds innings combined, Matt. 21 hits, four earned runs, four walks, 25 strikeouts, a sub-one whip in that span. And a nine, uh, nine quality starts in his last 10. Pretty, pretty unassailable numbers for the lefty. The only concern you would have, he left his last start with an upper leg injury, but he was cleared yesterday to go. So all signs, is the, all signs point to him uh, having a, a very normal leash, as he would, you would expect with Freed. Yeah, and, and the other thing that we're getting here out of this one is just we're getting some free swinging teams. Um, th- these teams, there's a lot of swing and miss in these bats. Now, that is the way the Braves want to play. They've actually come out and said that's the way that they want to play. They're like, hey, look, this is just how we're built. We're going to try to hit home runs. We've got power up and down this lineup. We're going to strike out a ton. Well, we've got a super high strikeout rate. Pitcher on the hill tonight mm-hmm. hopefully is going to get more of those swings and misses. And look, he might give up a long ball. We know Max Scherzer is, is always good for, for giving up a long ball here and there, but he is really good at limiting mass damage against him. And again, Freed has just been unbelievably awesome this season. So that is our first official pick if you want to ride with us Lock here. In this one, I mean, I, I look, his the, the indicators for Scherzer as well, if you look, the actual ERA is 226. The XERA is 266. The XFIP is 303. So, again, this isn't like smoke and mirrors with, with Scherzer Correct. at all. And we did the whole deep dive breakdown last week as to why those same numbers exist for Max Freed, 250 fielding independent pitching, 252 ERA. And both these bullpens top three in strikeouts per mm-hmm. nine. So you also have to handicap the bullpens when you're, you're talking full game unders. Uh, Braves had their top two relievers, A.J. Minter and Will Smith. They did not pitch yesterday, so those guys are both fresh. Even though Edwin Smith pitched the last two days for the Mets, he only threw seven pitches yesterday 11 on Saturday so would not be concerned too much uh, about and, about the back end of those pens and in the in the nine hole tonight for Atlanta one Robinson mm-hmm. Cano the recently acquired Robinson Cano hitting in the nine hole tonight uh maybe a little revenge factor there going on you, you know let's get a narrative going revenge sure. you know it's a revenge game for sure. uh for Robinson Cano but yes hitting in the nine hole there for Atlanta, Sorry, Edwin Diaz. Tonight. I don't know why I said Edwin Smith, but it is uh, yeah, you know, Edwin Diaz. The other other game that is at least interesting, and you and I, we're not mm-hmm. much of situational spot betters mm-hmm. when it comes to baseball, but. The one interesting situation tonight is in that Red Sox-Rays game because we saw Brian Bayo make his Major League debut last week at Fenway against the Rays, and it did not go well. Four mm-hmm. innings, six hits, three walks in that start. In a loss, Rays ran rush out over the Red Sox. And you have Boston who comes off a very emotional win last night. They had the crazy comeback Saturday night. Yankees had won 61 straight when leading after seven innings. Red Sox come back Saturday. They beat the Yankees, mash them to death last night on Sunday Night Baseball. And the Rays were just swept in Cincinnati. Not, a, not exactly a series outcome any of us saw coming. So it is just interesting. Bayo, his second major league start in Tampa. Rays coming home after a sweep. Red Sox off of an emotional Sunday night win. 
Not that I am really, again, one to just bet these blindly because mm-hmm. of spots, Matt. Still don't really know what to expect out of Bayo in this second start of his career, but that at least is interesting. If you wanted to take a shot on the dog, I don't think that's the worst play at all. Yeah, no, and I mean, I think that they're only the dog here with Devers being out of the lineup. I mean, he's, you know, top five hitter in all baseball this season, so you're getting a, a bit of a discount here because, again, they're so the, the Rays will do their typical deal. They'll start with a, an opener tonight, and then they'll go to Whistler. And, um, you know, look, I still think this Boston lineup is, is pretty dangerous, so I, I'm with you. Uh, 8 o'clock hour, we've got the A's and the Rangers. Adrian Martinez and Spencer Howard. Howard and the Rangers are minus 175 home favorites over the A's. Wow. If you want Martinez and the A's on the road, plus 150 underdogs there. Eight and a half is the total. Eight ten Eastern Tigers and Royals. This is game two. There's a, a, a doubleheader. You've got uh, Alex Fado against Daniel Lynch. Fado getting called up to start for the Tigers in this one in Game 2. Tigers are plus 115 road underdogs. Lynch and the Royals minus 135 home favorites. Uh, nine is the total in that one of note. Uh, Witten Merrifield seems to be going to be out. We miss a bunch of time there, I think, for the Royals. Some sort of toe injury for him. So uh, one of their bats in a lineup that is already fairly weak, um, is going to be out. They did win game one of the doubleheader today, though. 3-1. 8-40 Eastern. You've got the Padres and the Rockies. This is Sean Manaya against Jose Urania. Uh, Up in Denver, this is going to be an 11.5 total. Urania and the Rockies are plus 120 home underdogs. Uh, Manaya and the Padres, minus 140 road favorites. In this one, uh, Yurks and Profar still in the DL for the Padres, and they are really looking for something there on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, when we take a look at this, Ben, they have been really, really bad over the last few weeks. They need somebody to to step in and really mm-hmm. get this thing going. They are really, really hoping Tatis is able to hit that timeline that they have for him to get him. That would be some sort of spark. You would get you would get Profar and Tatis kind of back right in within a you know a ten day span of each other. So hopefully it could kind of jumpstart this this offense because it has really struggled here lately. It's it, it's not been good, especially not only for San Diego but for the team behind them too, mm-hmm. the, the San Francisco Giants who are under nightcap. But like Padres, all of a sudden we on the show last week we were talking NOS odds. You look up now, Padres are eight games back, yeah. Giants twelve and a half back, and the Giants now like there's some separation between them and the final trio of teams for that last wild card spot. And finally, last first pitch of the evening, 9.45 Eastern. We've got the Diamondbacks and the Giants, Merrill Kelly and Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb and the Giants, minus 155 home favorites, plus 135 on Kelly and the Diamondbacks. On the road is underdog, 7.5. Your total in that one. Boom. I do have a play in that game, which we'll discuss a little bit later. I'm going team total for the Giants. Under, first five. There's a lot to digest there. Under two and a half. Minus I'll explain a little bit later. Yeah. In, a, in a very brief nutshell, though, love the way Merrill Kelly is pitching. Hate the way the Giants are hitting against righties in particular over the last two weeks. Straight. And there you have it. So that's basically it. I can throw out, I'll it. throw out some numbers later, yeah. but that's essentially the handicap uh, in, a, in a nutshell. The one game in progress, two zip Pirates. They uh, get a two-run base hit from Diego Castillo in the first inning on the struggling Trevor Rogers. So 2 nothing uh, Pirates in that one right now. We have some very fun headlines that we'll discuss in a little bit because we have some very interesting things to discuss from over the weekend. But we'll talk golf a little bit later in the show. It is Open Championship Week. John Hasselbauer, the PGA Tout will join us later this hour. Then we'll talk some off-season topics with the Lakers and Jovan Buhab, the Lakers beat writer for The Athletic. That is still to come on the show. But up next, we'll recap what we saw at Wimbledon across the pond this weekend and some early odds on the U.S. Open. That's next. We're just getting started here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Board in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon. It can be free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It is primetime action from the South Point Sportsbook Studio here in Las Vegas. And it is day one, Matt Brown, of the VSIN. Baseball betting pentathlon. We just gave our pick to start the show. Pentathlon. You added the A. Pentathlon. Pentathlon. Yes. Yes. We v- figured from, this out. Sorry. From not from Vison. From Vison. Yes. Pentathlon. V- the Vison pentathlon. I don't know anymore. The, the they, they, they just don't. The Greeks didn't know how to spell it back in the day. They're missing an A. They're missing an A. So for those who are tuning in and they're like, wait, why, what are, why are you guys so into this and getting all deep divey into your pick for today? Which we, if you just missed it, for the game that. Gets underway in about yeah. five minutes. Our pick. Yeah. It is to the. Uh, it is going to be the Braves and the Mets under the seven and a half at minus one twenty. But this pentathlon, it's a thing we're doing across the network. So each show, and we as a show, will be giving one pick a day. Get to make one hypothetical one hundred dollar bet each day, and the winner goes to whichever show has the most profit at the end of the week. Pretty simple. You make. It'll be five total bets. So today is our total. Tomorrow we'll go two bets. We'll have a favorite and an underdog. On the money line. Wednesday, we have to make a bet on the run line. And then Thursday, which will be really fascinating because, A, we'll know it'll be the final day, so we'll know where the, where the standings are at, what we have to do. And, B, it is a prop bet. So there are a lot of different options that we will be able to do on Thursday. And the contest winner, that'll be announced Friday morning early on Follow the Money, our morning show. I'm not going to say that Kelly and I haven't already discussed a little bit of strategy moving forward with mm-hmm. all this, but – uh we might have spent a little time talking strategy here, so hopefully, as you probably should. Hopefully, everybody else is just kind of cruising on in. Yeah, in we this. can. Like, we got some. We got some strategy. We have some strategy, and we could talk to Ben about it on the break because yeah, this we, this is the three man primetime action team. Although you will, we see, have an enemy in here on Wednesday, and he is an enemy, <laughs> and we will not even talk about anything. <laughs> Wes is going to be on the desk, and he's an enemy of this show, and he's an enemy of this contest, and so we we, we will uh, talk nothing about the contest on Wednesday. Well, as I think a lot of people here have Easton got questions about this. Of you know, there's a lot of hosts filling in with people on vacation. Who's actually on whose team? And if you've been watching this. This show lately, yes, we have a rotation of about five guys. Jeff Parles, we love him to death, but we had to nicely explain to him on the air on Friday. Yeah. You're on with Gil every morning. He's also an enemy. You're enemy. not a part of the. You're not, you're not, you can't be a part enemy of, this. of this show. And then yes, Wes, one of our MLB experts uh, for the network. We'd love to have have him on our team, but he's got he's on his own. He's on his own okay. this week. So it will be the trio here making all the decisions. I want I want to come up with a new team name. Like I know Viper like, Cats. 
Uh, there it is. We're the Viper. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good job. Is that the first thing that came to mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. good. I love it. I'll get Moreno to uh, mock up a logo for us, yeah. too. The I'm, Viper I'm Cats. Sure, I'm sure that would work. Well, I, I, I get to host with Wes Reynolds on Lombardi Line tomorrow morning, which means I will then be using his intel to figure out where the enemy lies, Matt. So we're going to go behind enemy lines. And then we're going to use that information to apply it to See, this is the problem. This is the problem. Because he's going to talk strategy with an enemy. With an, no, no, with no, an no, enemy. This is a problem of I'm just going to ask for his pick of if, the contest. Yeah, if we're going to keep it all above board, then neither one of you should talk to each other about, about anything. it at all. Yeah. But, you well, know. What are we going to talk about? There's but, Ben, if you come show. away. You talk about games in general, but you don't tip your hand as to which ones you <laughs> as to which ones you may or may not play or which ones you like, like or something. Whatever. As Matt often says on here, that I only stay heavy lean or light lean, yeah. you just lean on everything. There's tomorrow, no leans okay? for you. Yeah. Don't exactly. lean at all. No leans what whatsoever. Back- or he leans on everything. Back- or you lean on everything. You back- either lean, lean all the time or you never lean. Okay? okay? There it is. We should, we should, should make the show need, great. We need to write, I, need to, I need to get like some bylaws for tomorrow to figure out how I attack the, the behind the enemy lines. Uh, anyway, that is what we're doing all week. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. And we're looking to start off with, uh, with the winner tonight again. Mets Braves under 7.5 minus 120 is our selection. Uh, the one big thing that, and we'll talk about this in our fruit basket segment, Matt, because both you and I, I believe Kelly to an extent as well. Kelly with his future there on Novak Djokovic. We all profited in some way yesterday at the men's final in Wimbledon. First off, and we'll talk more about that match itself a little bit later when we do fruit baskets, but fascinating match that sees Novak Djokovic win in four sets after dropping the first. Uh, But you see now, so Djokovic, who has had a very adventurous year starting at the Australian Open where he was not allowed to participate even though he flew into the country by not being vaccinated, then goes to the French Open, comes now to Wimbledon and actually wins the whole thing. French Open, he was allowed to compete. Djokovic, though, uh, does not win at the French. Now, though, comes to, comes to Wimbledon, is able to get the job done, even though he drops sets in what, Matt? It was his final four matches. Yeah. He drops at least one set, but gets the job done, and they were all first sets that he lost, uh, with the exception of one in the round of 16 when he dropped the second set. So Djokovic wins, but then in the press conference after, I just found this fascinating. We still know, though, for the U.S. Open, which will be at the end of next month, they're in Flushing Meadows in New York, they still have a mandate for vaccination. And so Djokovic, he comes out after the match and he says, I'm not planning to get vaxxed. I also don't expect the U.S. Open to, or the United States as a whole, because you have to be vaccinated if you're an international traveler, to come into the U.S. He basically said, I don't expect any sort of exemptions to be made. And as, as of now, I'm not planning on playing, which that news on its own is not that earth shattering. However, the odds board does not reflect this because at DraftKings, Novak Djokovic is a plus 150 favorite and Matt, I would give the odds of him playing, I don't know, somewhere in the 10 to 15% range just to show up and just to play. What do you think? Yeah, it, well, so this is, there's been some movement here, and rightfully so, because I think some of the people realized, okay, this is priced in as if he's actually playing, and that's not the case. So now we look, Medvedev's down to 225 from 250. We look, uh, Alcaraz down to 400 from 450. Mm-hmm. Nadal down to 550 from 6 to 1. So we're starting to see some people come in and, and play some of these numbers because, again, it's w- when you really factor it all out, right, it's like, wow, was Kyrgios really 17 to 1 earlier? That's interesting. He's 35 to 1 now. So that's that's interesting. Wow. If he was, yeah, if he was, if he was seventeen to yeah, one, yeah, he was earlier. Uh, yeah, thirty-five to one. Now, um, center's the same. FAA is the same. Fritz is the same. Where did Berrettini go to? So Berrettini, I'm really interested. That's the one long shot I was going to make. Berrettini's still for. sitting at thirty-five. Yeah. So it, it's interesting though because I I do like you're saying. So if if Djokovic is not in the field, we're going to get if we get Nadal at all. It's going to be an injured Nadal because there's no way he can be 100% from a torn oblique muscle like between now and then. Right, and like, by it's impossible. no means is it his best surface either. Yeah, so now you're looking at a, at a tournament in which, okay, Medvedev for sure will be the favorite, rightfully so, but I don't think anybody, I don't think anyone, because it'll get even shorter because it's already gotten from four, 450 to 4 if Djokovic officially is out and Nadal actually ha- has to pull out, or at least said he's going to play, but he's going to play injured or something. Like, Alcaraz at three, uh, you know, like, mm-hmm. no way in the world. Like, you're never, you're never playing him. So now you start to ask yourself, 
is it worth a Severev bet? Is it worth a, you know, one of these long, like you're talking about, one of these longer guys, Fritz has been playing super, super well. Like you mentioned Berrettini, 35. Like you, I think you can actually start to make a case for some of these guys like like longer Completely down the board. Agree. Because as you go down the first quartet of people you mentioned, mm -hmm. you get to Zverev, who you cannot trust at all yes. mentally in a tournament setting. Stefano Sitsipas, you definitely cannot trust at all in a seven-match tournament setting. And you mentioned Nick Kyrgios basically doubling in his odds price. So you start getting into a tournament where really for the first it, – it, you can't remember – I can't even remember just off the top of my head the last time we had a Grand Slam that felt this wide open potentially coming mm -hmm. in with – None of the big three, you, you might see one of the big three and the only member of that big three, Rafael Nadal, being significantly compromised. So to me, this, it's totally going to be worth a flyer. And even looking to make a play before the draws come out, I'd look at Berrettini, who was 9-0 and on grass before he had to withdraw mm -hmm. from Wimbledon with COVID. Just a brutal break with how amazing he had been playing. He had hand surgery, had to withdraw from the French Open. So on the surface, you look at him, and it's, it's kind of been a lost year almost, but he makes the semis down in Melbourne to start the year at the Australian Open. He's gone quarters, fourth-round semis last three years at the U.S. Open. And as we know, just an elite server, 68% last 52 weeks on hard courts, top 10 on tour right now. It's all, for him, it's all about the return game. He doesn't win many return points. Only about 32%, but still, 100% total points won overall. Again, that's last year data on hard court. He's going to have a puncher's chance. And in a wide open yeah. field at 35-1, to 1, that's the one guy I'd be looking at right now before these odds adjust a whole lot. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you 100%. That's just, it's, I believe that there's a decent chance that we have both Djokovic and Nadal not, even, not playing in this. And mm -hmm. then at that point, as you mentioned, outside of Medvedev, who we know should be the favorite, and, and rightfully so, but that's... It's 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 the the path to victory here for one of these longer shots is he one slip up, and then now this thing just is off the rails, right? And, and let's just point out too with Medvedev, even though the hard court numbers only Djokovic has better numbers the last fifty two weeks on on combined total points one than Medvedev, but since he had that collapse at the Aussie Open against Nadal in the finals, his tournaments on hard court lost again to Nadal in Acapulco in the semis, lost second round at Indian Wells to Gail Monfils, and then lost in the quarters at Miami to Hubert Hurkacz. So it's not like he's he played well on hard early, went out early at the French, and then was not allowed to play in Wimbledon because of the Belarus-Russia national band. So it's Get not it together, like, Freed! Oh, he gave up one base runner. No, he walked the he, he walked the leadoff guy. Oh, gosh, oh, come on! I mean... The Viper Cats are counting on <laughs> Get it together, dude! <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to live and die at every single pitch in this game. Uh, in the meantime, I'm not sure if there's much value to be had on the on the women's side. Igor Sviatek plus 250 yeah. going to be your favorite. Uh, the only thing you really notice, Matt Elena Rybakina from 100 to 1 wins Wimbledon. She's now 14. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants a piece of that. A little bit of an overreaction. Little yes. bit. It was a great story, but Rybakina probably not going to win two in a row. We'll talk fruit baskets next here on Primetime Action. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of this month. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, also a participant in the VEASAN uh, Baseball Betting Pentathlon, NFL preseason coverage, and premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19. 24-70 Canadian. But down like a 2470. Tiny tip. Just a just a tiny tip. But here's the thing. Every day you wait, it costs you more money. Because you're getting fewer days of the content. I fired up my how many days until calculator yes. today? 32 days till I go to Montreal. So. Hurry up. Hurry up. And buy this today. This yeah. hour. 19 days left to utilize. Ma Matt's right. That's a it's it's a smart mathematical approach to that. You you are gonna spend more the later you wait. Actually, yeah. right now it's basically a dollar a day. But for that, only a dollar a day. That rises every, incrementally yes, every single day. For only a dollar a day, you get all the things that Ben just mentioned, and Kelly will follow you on Twitter. Send him send him a, a copy of your receipt, and he will follow you on Twitter. I'm willing to give anybody a 24-hour trial period. There you that's, go. that's very generous of you. But I hit that tomorrow, follow button often, and then 24 hours later, I'm like, oh, this was a mistake. Unfollow. Probably. Starting tomorrow, though, a dollar six cents per day. Yeah, so, so hurry up. That's what I said. It's more expensive every in, single day. In, incremental. Uh, yeah. Vison.com slash summer. By the way, before we get to fruit baskets, the Lance Lynn return season has continued to go south, Matt. Three runs he's given up now, all in the first inning. Bases loaded, two outs after Framio Reyes and Nolan Jones each hit RBI base knocks. 
And this is a pretty crucial series for both the White Sox and the Guardians. Guardians four and a half back, White Sox five back of the Twins entering play today. And the Shardy, 34 pitches now thrown for Lynn, and he's got the bases juiced. And guess what? We're through a half inning scoreless. What was the noise you made during our last break? Uh, you know, we gotta wait. We'll, oh, we're, so we yeah, don't want to do is, that. It needs to be natural. Like I can't, I can't recreate. It'll be, it'll you, be once we right. get another three up, three. You were really right. excited. Yeah. Oh man, this is just another four one. nothing, five yeah. nothing, five wow. nothing. Wow! In the first, two run base hit for Miles Straw. Five nothing Guardians. Bottom <laughs> of the first, and then meanwhile we just we talked about it too. Brian Bayo, what would you get? Second major league start. He's already given up a two run base hit. Uh, to, I believe that's Brandon Lau, and it is yeah. two nothing Rays, bottom of the first. So his struggles continue now. Brian Bayo, the top prospect. And then the Phillies strike first against the Cardinals on a Reese Hoskins solo shot. So one nothing there uh, in Philadelphia. All right. Ready for some fruit baskets, man? Fruit basket time. Let's do it. Fruit baskets. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. Thank you, Danielle Alvari. And uh, Matt, I'll, I'll leave it to you first because you have a trio of baskets to be handed out. I do. The first one goes to, you know, we just talked a bunch of tennis, but this does go to Kyrgios and Djokovic. I had the 18-1 the to 1 future on Kyrgios. I ended up just letting it ride in hopes that it played out perfectly, and it, it played it out absolutely <laughs> Perfectly with Kyrgios going in and winning the first set. A book here in town got as low as minus 130. I was able to get in on that. Tried to hit it a second time. It went to 135. I took it at 135 as well. So two different tickets. One at 131 at 135. And um, it was one of those things, Ben, where it wasn't even so much a hedge on the 18 to 1 on Kyrgios as it was a... Kyrgios was the only thing that was propelling him was the serve he he was getting beat in every other facet of the game it was just he was serving so huge and getting so many aces and listen could that have continued on the rest of the match it definitely could have but again Djokovic is that guy that figures things out he was going to make an adjustment and then it was going to be hey I'm going to let this guy beat himself which is pretty much what ended up happening over the course of that match. I mean, I think we learned some stuff about both of those guys there. I mean, Djokovic is still incredibly dominant, but you can certainly see that father time is certainly not undefeated. It's certainly undefeated here to where he is going to continue to look. There's little chinks in the here and there, little bit, little bit, little bit. And I think we're looking kind of at the, what we saw with Federer, right? What we're seeing, you know, using his guile more and more. Yeah. Like we're, we're going to start to see where it's like, we go from this super dominant guy from a physical standpoint to like trying to get a little bit yeah. more cunning to win matches to the point where we have to say his best days are behind him. And I think that's probably coming in the next 18 to 24 months for, yeah. for him. Um, Matt, to your point on those, I, what was it? 30 of 36 first serves were aces or something for Kyrgios. I think I saw it was yeah, the stat. He, he just, yeah, he, silly. he was just bombing serves. And, and, and so when that happens, like he was losing everywhere else in the match. It was just the serve was the only thing that was keeping him in. And so that's why I went in and tried to hit it, you know, multiple times. Cause I really did think it, Djokovic was going to, was going to win the match. And I think we learned something about Kyrgios as well in that. And I think what we learned here is is that, that what we saw from him in this tournament is about the peak of where he's going to be. It's just he had the perfect scenario on the perfect surface where he was able to get a walkover against one of the top players in the world, and he still couldn't capitalize. He, he can't handle fortune. He can't handle the moment. We saw for no reason, screaming at his box. What, what was with constantly that? Constantly, the entire time, for no reason. Made no sense. Whatsoever. Okay. It's a, it, and the thing, what that is. Because he is, doesn't have a coach, right? No. Well, yeah, no. Not a, not an official coach, okay. right? Okay. Yeah. And, it was and, all self-sabotage. Yeah. Really. It's, so what that is, is and I, and I even saw a sports psychologist talking about this, is what was going on is he was fulfilling the prophecy of losing that match, right? He'd get up 40 love. And then he would start generating a problem in his head where it's like, no, just finish out the the damn game. What was like, his first complaint that they weren't supporting him that enough? They were only supporting him when when he was down. But when he was up, they weren't like, they didn't stay in it. I was so confused watching so, this live. Yeah, so it was like when he was down, you know, they're like pump, trying to pump him up. And he was saying like when it was 40 love, they were just sitting 
they were just sitting there. Yeah. And he was like, it's 40 Love. Why are you sitting down? And like, you know. 40 Love. Yeah, 40. Yeah, yeah. And that's and, exactly yeah. where like, the match turned. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's just, he, he can't handle he can't handle the moment. And anybody who's ever watched him would tell you yeah. that was vintage Curios yeah. on display. It wasn't, like, that wasn't some crazy no. psychopath one-off match. Yeah. No, that's Curios every I, time. I mean, in before. that one rant, I mean, he was, he was 10 minutes away from put, turning it into a fifth set and this being a whole new match. Well, and what it really happened, 15 minutes later, he's walking off the court. And that's why Ben said self-sabotage here because the thing was is he wasn't getting destroyed on the court. Like, we've seen this tons of time where basically he'll just mentally punt it off because he knows he's just he's losing and he's going to lose the match, right? And so at that point, what's the point? I'm just going to sit here and, and punt yeah. off the match. He was actually in a position to really compete in that thing, and he still decided to like mentally punt it off. Which that's why I said I think we saw, I think we saw the the, the peak. So is that for, is that that that's you done with Kyrgios now? Well, I never was a Kyrgios in, in the first place. It's just the way that this tournament's set up. That's right. why I, that's why I got in live on him. Uh, my second fruit basket goes to Xander Shoffley, and this isn't. If you're wondering, did I win an outright on this week? I did not. But you know what I did do. I pretty much iced this one and done where Kelly's going to be buying dinner for uh, for Gil and I this week because I had Xander in the one and done. He wins this week. And what that does is put me – Kelly's going to have to pick the next two winners to be able to catch up. Wow. And so – I don't think that's going to happen. It very well could. It would take. Well, a well again, the, the only thing that matters is the loser. There's almost no way in hell I'm catching up to you. Like Ma- even Gil, though, I'd have to pick at least one outright. Which, okay, in the history of our three-man one-and-done competition, has been done twice over the past two years. So, I, yes, I think that was the final nail in the coffin. Congratulations to you and Gil. I will be buying dinner soon. And guess what? It's going to be an expensive bottle of wine, my friend. I promise you that. <laughs> yes, a quick enough, Hafiel Fazeev, uh, it was just a fight night this this past week, but uh, had him inside the distance, and uh, he he fought Rafael de Sanjos, was able to uh, to take him out in that one, so got a nice little nice little price on the on the favorite to go inside the distance, so I didn't have nice. to lay like the 170 on him to get the inside the distance was a, was a much cheaper price. And then I had the over 39 and a half in that Djokovic Kyrgios match, which certainly, I had to sweat it a little bit yeah. because we're sitting at four all, I had 39 and a half. If Kyrgios, who gets up 30 love, starts the self-sabotage, it's 30 all, <laughs> and I'm like, this is my bet right here, because if he held, I yeah. was guaranteed to go over. Yeah. If he got broken, there's no way in hell he breaks <laughs> He breaks back with Djokovic serving for the championship. So I was either going to win or lose by a half game. And luckily, Kyrgios held it together for one more game, got into a breaker of the fourth set, and that thing went uh, went well over. So glad that I at least, you know, I, I trusted Kyrgios to at least be game enough to yeah. get that thing over on the total game. So uh, that, that one cashed. Thank you to the both of, of those tennis players. Novak Djokovic, starting off with you. Thank you, sir. It's uh, I don't make many tennis bets, but when I do, it's often you, pre-tournament, Novak <laughs> Djokovic. <much>. And uh, <laughs> shockingly enough, it usually turns out winning more than losing. So minus 115 on him before the tournament. Had to sweat that all the way through. I was excited to watch that match on Sunday. It lived up to it. You know, I might have slept through the first game, but yeah, yeah, you know, but uh, uh, first set. But I was excited to watch through that. Watch that match. It was great. And uh, Djokovic, thank you very much. Uh, the other one, golf only winners of the weekend that made me any money: Max Homa and Jordan Smith. Uh, nice top forty hit on Jordan Smith. Max Homa had to chop uh, my top hey, twenty. Uh, he might have to, uh, well, but I he mean, won me a couple matches. He almost so got a. He almost got a. Rotten fruit basket for me, but I have a good number on him this week, so I got to hold off. <laughs> there you go, yeah. like, whatever. But because I had a top ten bet on him, yes, I had a top ten bet on bogey him. on eighteen. He he, three birdies on the front, and then goes bogey bogey bo- bogey double bogey on the back, and and doesn't land in the Brutal. top ten. Yeah, it was Brutal. it was a it was a bad beat. Well, speaking of the golf, gentlemen, it's Open Championship week, and who better to welcome in than John Hasselbauer, the PGA talent? We'll recap the Scottish Open with John next. Discuss his early thoughts on the Open Championship on the other side here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ice cold beers, cold hard, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. In our first play, Matt Brown, of the decent baseball betting pentathlon. Nothing, nothing. Top of the second inning. But so a man on so second and two outs. So far, so good. So far, so good. Matt's not, not, Matt's not convinced yet. That we're no, Freed's not, spot way to go. Freed's not sharp right now. So, Not totally sharp. Yeah. So he's got a lefty-lefty matchup to the eight-hitter, and he just plunked him, him, the him, on, elbow. Plunked him yeah. on the elbow. Yeah. So what did you say? He's not sharp? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Our first sweat of the night begins right, <laughs> right, right yeah. now. We'll update the rest of the baseball at the top of the hour in about 15 minutes. But first... It is Open Championship Week, and what a fun week this is This is going to be. So we welcome in a guy who's been a regular guest here on this show, John Hasselbauer, who you can follow on Twitter at PGA Tout. Does outstanding work for the Lions, PGA Breakdowns, DFS as well. Just had a, the full open course breakdown just published here today, so go check that out when you have a chance. Uh, John, welcome in. We, we, I know we talked to you a couple weeks ago, and certainly at the time we weren't expecting that in two weeks' time Xander Shoffley would basically be the top talk of the tour having won back-to-back tournaments. Uh, if you're comparing Xander to what we saw earlier out of Scotty Scheffler early in the season where he was like that hot guy, comes into the Masters, had his odds totally cut down, and ends up going on to win it, uh, where would you compare what Xander's doing right now to what we saw out of Scheffler from the start of the season? Yeah, extremely similar and actually a, a resume that stands up a little stronger than even Scotty Scheffler's was before he went on his run. So with Xander, it was always a matter of, is he going to close and you know, does he have the confidence to finish out a tournaments? Because we've seen him a little shaky. We've seen him in final groups and just always seem to find a hazard at the worst time. And he got this quick reputation of a guy who couldn't close, but I think now what we're starting to see is him playing a little bit more confidently and and seeing those wins in really three straight weeks where he's won tournaments. The confidence is building, and now the only thing missing from Xander's resume is a major championship. So a rightful uh, place at the top of the le- of the odds board this week. As been said, John Wright's one of the very best primers for every tournament every week over at thelines.com. So be sure and head over there. It gets out nice and early too, John, which is what I like so much. And so reading over your stuff today, um, 
what do you feel like? Because I mean, this course can play two different ways, right? If it if there is some sort of weather and is some sort of you know wetness or whatever, then it could play a little bit a little bit differently than if it's firm and fast and hard. And then we're gonna you know get some of these guys hitting four hundred and twenty five yard drives and stuff and things like that. So, are you anticipating more for the the, the latter? Because it seems like the early weather forecast doesn't look all that daunting and stuff. So. Could people kind of just, for lack of a better term, bomb and gouge this thing? Is that is, is that some of the players that you would be putting in your pool? Yeah, I, I think you certainly have to have exposure to a couple bombers on the card in case that scenario plays out. Because if it is calm, then if you're not able to drive the ball 350 plus and reach some of these screens in one on the par fours, you're going to be at a severe disadvantage. And there's going to be guys who have ample eagle looks. That is not really going to be an option for the Webb Simpsons and Kevin Kisners of the world. Now, with that said, it's Lynx Golf. It's right on the coast in Scotland. There's nothing stopping wind on this course. It's it, There's not a tree in sight. So um, if there's any wind, they're going to feel it. And I have a hard time believing that the wind is not going to become a factor this week. We just saw what happened last week at, at the Renaissance Club um, for the Scottish Open uh, two years ago, it was a birdie fest past 20 under par this year. It was single digits under par winner. And that's all dictated by weather. So all we can do is monitor the, the, the weather for the week. I think that's ultimately going to dictate what type of card I put together because the more win there is, the more short game, short game becomes important. Xander Shoffley, seven under the winning score last week at the Scottish Open, as we talked about at the start here. Back-to-back -back, uh, tournaments he has won. You look to, so a course like this at, at St. Andrews that has been one of the rotational courses at the Open Championship uh, for as long as that tournament has gone on. Certainly, John, when we talk about courses like in Augusta National or courses like this that have so much history to them, certainly there's got to be somewhat of, a, of an importance and emphasis on course history and, and general form, but how much do you really weigh that in when this is more of a rotation? It's not an every-year thing. You have periodic tournaments outside of the Open Championship at this course as well. And the last time we saw this play in the Open Rota, it was Zach Johnson seven years ago in 2015. How, how much weight do you really put into the general course form and history that the guys will have coming back to St. Andrews this week? Yeah, I think with with the last two winners here, uh, you know, within the last decade, it was Louis Tazen and, and Zach Johnson. And neither of them came into this event with really any reps or, or proven form at the old course. So I'm not going to say it's a it's a must this week to have any old course experience. We haven't been here since 2015, so a lot has changed since then, especially with the technology in the modern game. It kind of changes things of how this course is going to play since it did six years ago. So um, I, I think it, what's more important is Lynx performance. Have you played well in the open or have you played well in other European Lynx environments? I would be a little skeptical to back somebody at a short number who's never proven it on a Lynx course playing in these elements because it is such a different style style of game than what um, you know the top players might be used to on the PGA Tour. So, John, this is a, a different course layout. Even though it's a 72, we've only got two threes and two fives and a, and a, whole, and a, and a couple more fours. So are you even factoring in par five scoring, par three scoring, anything like that? I mean, no, I know that some weeks that's stuff that we kind of put in our models or at least that whenever we're trying to whittle down the player player pool – but um, with as many par fours out there and the only the couple of par fives, is, are you even factoring that in this week? Yeah, not much, to be honest, because even, you know, with a par five, for example, it, it's not really the, the yardage is not really the same as what we would see anywhere else, just given how much rollout you're going to get. I love Lynx courses personally. It's good for my ego because the ball just rolls out <laughs> a little bit longer. All of a sudden I hit the ball 300 plus yards. So. Uh, you're going to see a lot of that where the par fives might be reachable for the entire field. And, and like I said before, the Kevin Kisners and the Webb Simpsons of the world, they can hit a 600-yard par five and two now. So uh, it, it's not as translatable from that standpoint. Um, you know, you look at a guy like a, a Will Zalatoris, though, and he's somebody who really capitalizes with his length on these par fives and on these par threes, typically. That's where he kind of like gains on the field. Um, with only two par threes and not as many holes where you can really capitalize on pure distance, aside from those drivable par fours, that gives me pause on a guy like that who has so much success in, in the other majors where this may not be perfectly suited to his game, just given how few 200 plus yard approaches we're going to see this week. John, you could also boost your ego by playing golf with us here in Vegas because the ball carries like 
15 yards further out in the desert. Yeah. And Matt Brown is in the I mean, maybe for, you, maybe for you. What maybe a, for that's you. a proven maybe for, thing. Maybe for you, Ben. I was also going to add that Matt Into Brown the is actual in. desert. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Isn't amazing at golf? So you could help the ego uh, that way. Um, yeah, I'd like to use the, the ground, but yeah. only on a, on a top shot. Yeah, we, we, we get it. Uh, so Rory McIlroy, at least as, as we look, John, at the uh, DraftKings odds board, 9-1 to one favorite. You have the guys who also, we talk about Xander Shoffley now, second on the odds board, and, and then the guys who've won the major championship so far this season are all going to be sub 18 to 1 or less. You see the, the Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Matthew Fitzpatrick in there, as well as the expected top guys, Jordan Spieth, John Rahm. Of the first page we're showing right now, any value you see given how publicly bet a tournament like this is and how some of these guys in good recent form have certainly had their numbers cut way, way down over the past few weeks to a month? Yeah, I think uh, a direct response to the results last week were Xander shooting up to the top of the board and Jordan Spieth's number getting a little bit shorter. And as a side effect of that, Justin Thomas, who had a, an early exit last week, his odds are, continue to go in the other direction. And he is a popular bet this week, somebody that I'm looking the most closely at right now. I've seen a lot of popular books have him at 20. Some have even posted him at 22. That's nearing a, an auto bet territory for me and a guy who's already won a major championship this year and has all the tools to, to take advantage of a links course like this. John, is there a, you know, we bet golf every week, right? And so it's, you can't make money betting a nine to one, but does something in, as I was doing my research yesterday and going through some stuff this morning, doesn't it just feel like Rory wins this thing? Like I, I like I want it's like it's like nine to one, and I'm like I don't want to light money on fire because I can't bet nine to ones and make money in the long run here. But this just feels like Rory wins this damn thing. Yeah, it, this thought certainly crossed my mind, and I think the way things played out with the whole wave advantage that we saw last week um, at the Scottish Open reminded me that when you're playing links golf. It's it's hard to be too confident in anybody because you can be swept out of the, the tournament before it even starts. I expect some random conditions. We're not exactly going to know until the guys are out there where the wave advantage is. So I prefer a longer card where I can get a little exposure across multiple guys. And John Hasselbauer does outstanding work for the lines. Follow him on Twitter at PGA Todd if you, if you want to look on the, on their website already. He's got his full uh, old course St. Andrews preview up ready to go for the Open Championship this week. I know you've got a lot more content still to come uh, over the next couple of days, John. So we thank you for taking a couple minutes joining us on the show. But uh, best of luck with wherever your card ends up settling. And we'll be, we'll be curious to see where you end up uh, landing here uh, this week. Best of luck. Yeah, thank you guys. And I, I may take you up on that golf offer if I'm ever in, in hey, Vegas. Please, right guys. please do. Please do. I'm still trying to make make Matt take me up on it. My golf offer to for him to play, but he just wants to play pickleball. Man, I feel like this is going to be a low scoring tournament. I, I do. Feel, that's why it like that leads me too. towards a Rory even more. So we'll have to see. Matt Brown advocating for a 91 short shot. That's, a, that's the type of tournament it is. Hour number two. We'll update the baseball on the other side here on Primetime Action. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.